The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. We all have a sense of entitlement, including me. I wake up, and I assume I will wake up in a room, right? In my bed. I don't assume I will be waking up, being grabbed out of my bed, and being tortured. So in a sense, I take my basic safety for granted. I don't wake up thinking like, fuck, there's gonna lion gonna attack me, or fuck, there's gonna be war and I'm gonna be killed or whatever. It's not part of me. It's not part of my reality. Even though it could happen. But the extent to which I put the bar of where I assume what I have is not something that is on my mind, is correlated to the reality I live in. We live in a society, in government, you pay your taxes, everything fine. The problem is, though, that since the government has been taking more and more the function of families and societies to provide for a framework and safety, we've become, just like you can get spoiled by your parents, we've become spoiled by the government. And that's why I'm not talking about politicians or whatever, but just this entire fabric that has evolved through time. And as a result, we don't assume that the banks will crash even though it can happen. We don't assume that our country will go to war even though it can happen. We don't assume like nuclear holocaust even though it can happen. We have this sense of safety and our reptilian brain, to put it that way, just has this tendency to constantly take what it has for granted and wanting more. That's why someone that is greedy, it never stops. More and more money, it never stops. But the thing is, though, like, even though I'm aware of these functions and these situations, I'm also well aware that there is people on the planet that don't have these basic things that I take for granted. And when I say I take them for granted, I take them for granted on a subconscious level. Because even on a cognitive level, I reflect on it. On an emotional level, I take it for granted. But on a cognitive level, I don't. On a cognitive level, I know that I'm privileged. I know that there's people that don't have these things. And the least I can do is try to help them. But here comes the crazy thing. A lot of people don't have this cognitive check. They just take everything for granted until reality shows them otherwise. And then on an emotional level, they don't take it for granted anymore because reality is hitting them in the face. Happens when your bills are being paid and everything is getting taken care of. Then you get kicked out by your parents or whatever. Suddenly, you don't take emotionally for granted anymore what you have because you realize you got to pay bills. But this emotional cycle of taking things for granted is just part of what we are. So I'm not going to judge that. It's normal. It's fine. The problem, though, is that if we don't take perspective and use our cognitive capacity to put our emotions into context, because if we don't, we lose ourselves in our own little castle in the sky, our own little bubble. So I'm not different than you guys. I also, on an impulsive, emotional, instinctive, gut feeling uh, level, take things for granted, but my cognitive capacities put things in perspective. And as a result, I can just recalibrate and put things into a wider perspective. I said that a lot of people in here have the same thing. And it is true, because when you guys just take for granted, ah, they might do a refund, so Reese, ah, no, no, they don't think, ah, it comes from Reese's pocket, they just think, ah, free money. They don't understand that what they need 
or what they get comes from somewhere. And it's the same for your life. When you wake up, you put the light on. Do you question where it comes from? Do you question where the food comes that you buy in the shop? You take everything for granted. You go through life, you assume, you know, like the roads are clean, cars driving by, you assume everything just happens. And that's how you are conditioned. But everything has to be done. And that is the thing. When people come over here, right, a lot of them don't realize that this place is not like a school that gets paid by government taxes. Everything has to be paid for. Everything has to be organized. Everything has to be structured. And that requires a lot of effort. Same for the game. You guys can see the game and just assume, oh yeah, the game, nicely made, whatever. It has to be made. It has to be bug tested. It has to be coded. There is so much work that goes behind what you guys just take for granted that if you would put yourself more into the place of everything that is required for it to get it there, you wouldn't just feel entitled to it. And that's the thing. What I realize every single damn time is that people feel so entitled to what they have, even though the reason why they get it is because someone else put the work. And they go like, yeah, but it works, right? No, man. When that happens, I go like, fuck that shit. I'm not going to feed into your entitlement. Not at all. I'm literally doing the opposite. I'm allowing you to stay spoiled. I'd rather have you get a reality check than me just keep making it work for you. And the craziest thing was with the entire crypto, when people started getting more and more and more money, they just felt more and more entitled to the point where they just go, eh, damn, this and that. That I was like, but what is it? This is just crazy. It like just doesn't end. So being aware that the stuff that you are entitled and take for granted doesn't come from anywhere and you don't have any kind of level of, ah, I deserve this. No, man, nobody deserves anything. Things are just the way they are. You think kids in Africa deserve the life they have or you deserve your life you have? No, things are just the way they are and that's it. And every kind of story that you come up with and rationalize yourself with is just a way to make it connect more between your cognitive brain and your emotional brain. But if you're truly honest, you know that everything requires action and needs to be done and the situation you're in is very privileged. You guys know that. You don't have to think so much about it. You just think about it, yeah, like if I was now dropped in Syria, yeah, I understand, then all this, like you can understand that. It's very easy to wrap your head around. Yet you go like, yeah, but I'm not in Syria. Yeah, you're not in Syria. You, you're having everything you got because other people provide for this framework, this safety net. But without it, you need to take care of it yourself. And having this sense of responsibility and do these things by yourself will get you much further in life. And the reason why things work the way they do and you can be a potato sitting on your ass, it's because other people are taking care of you. And it's so dominating, even in my audience. The people that realize that and come over and do something to help the world are the ones not only more satisfied or, or fulfilled, but are also the ones that are more honest. I think what would happen if everyone in the chat would become the way you are, but it's not becoming the way I am. Do you guys understand that? It's not becoming like me. Because you identify with who you are and you think like, ah, oh, what if everybody has a teen's identity? No, it's not about me. It's about being honest with yourself and seeing reality for what it is and not taking everything for granted and not feel entitled to a title to all these things and becoming responsible. You guys understand that? Stopping making excuses, contributing, taking perspective of other people. How many of you guys go through life single player and everybody else is an NPC? That's it. 
you don't really put yourself in their shoes. You just constantly try to, you know, get more and get more and take more. How many do that right now? Do you know that the reason why you do that is not because you lack the ability to take perspective and actually imagine what is it to be another person, but it's because it takes too much effort and it's easier to just be a bigot. It's just easier. It requires less energy to just label and judge and just see all these people, oh, that is how it is. It's just easier. And that's why you're doing it, because you can get away with it. I put effort in understanding people. When someone talks to me, I put effort in trying to understand what they tell me. That effort, that courtesy, right? You guys don't even give it to other people. You're constantly busy with yourself. And the crazy thing is, you think it's working, but it's not. It's screwing you over. It's truly screwing you over. You always think, what can I take? What can I take? What can I take? If you're like that, you don't bring value to other people. You repel them. You end up lonely. That's not what you want anyway. What is it all? What's the meaning? What's the purpose of having it all and taking and taking when you're alone? Tell me, what is the meaning of it all when you have it all and you're by yourself alone? We are a freaking part of a super organism. Our meaning and purpose comes from giving to others, comes from something more. A lot of people get it from family. But even in there, it breaks down because people can't even trust themselves within that framework. Because people tend to really gravitate towards more greed or backstabbing or whatever. I've seen it so much. It's not even comfort. Let me tell you something. I feel better than someone that is craving for comfort every day. It's like the guy that is eating potato chips all day, laying down, being completely obese, while the other guy is working out and running. You could say the guy that is sitting on the fucking couch is more comfortable, but damn straight, he doesn't feel good. It's fascinating that even though I'm telling you this, do you know that this angle of, yeah, take, 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 you're taking from yourself too. You're taking from your future self. You don't even care about your future self. You don't have any patience. You don't wait. Do you know that they have done studies and patience is one of the biggest correlations between happiness? Is people the extent to which they are patient? Do you guys realize that? Because someone that is patient gives now, compromises now for the future. While someone that wants now gratification ends up always overall screwing themselves over. Why save lives when we're all going to die anyway? Because life ain't about you being alive. Life is bigger than you. You're a super organism. It's like literally looking at all the cells in your body and saying, why should my cells live when they end up dying anyway? It's a very limited view. You just see the world to your own perception of identity. Life is bigger than you, man. Ain't about you. It's bigger than you. And might like, yeah, but everything is going to cease to exist anyway, so why matter? You don't know that. We managed to overcome so many obstacles and technology is growing exponentially. You cannot know what we'll be capable of if we transcend even being humans and become even more advanced. Might even be able to harness time and space itself. That's your subjective opinion. You can tell me life isn't just about me, but that would just be your subjective opinion. No, man, GM poison, it's not a subject. It's just as subjective as gravity all around you. It's just observing life from a biological, evolutionary biological point of view. Evolution, evolving, it's not a subjective opinion. You could still say like, yeah, but even gravity is subjective because you need experience, you need a subject in order to talk. Well, the way I define what is subjective or objective is it still holds true whether you believe in it or not.
You don't have to agree or disagree with gravity for gravity to hold to be true. That's what I define objective truth as. So you don't have to agree or disagree with how evolutionary biology works to see how life behaves and moves forward and evolves. Whether you agree with it or not, it holds true. Aren't you going against natural selection saving people's lives? But natural selection is just a biological trait that we have surpassed because of our advanced understanding. And the same applies to biology itself. When you look at how life behaves, right, single-cell, multi-cell organisms, there is an evolution in mechanisms that the organism uses to move forward. So you cannot use the past saying, ah, monkeys climb trees, therefore I have to climb trees, in order to justify behavior now. It's like the same argument that is given for meat eaters. Like, well, our ancestors did it, so we should do it too. Well, your ancestors shoot in the wood and went around not caring about sexual consent either. It's our ability to be more cognitively advanced that allows us to give us more consistent ways of living our lives. And that is what created society and such. So these very simplistic arguments see it all the time. I don't see the real good arguments. When I would argue with myself in the chat, I would really give sick arguments. Arguments that I read are always so one-dimensional, so simple to rebuke. Real arguments, man. That doesn't mean anything right and wrong, though. Jim Poison? Yes and no. Depends how you define right and wrong. How would you define right? And how would you define wrong? Let me give you a really good definition of right and wrong. Right and wrong is defined by the reference frame. Because everything is relative, right? What for one person can be right can be for another wrong. What for one system can be right can be for another system wrong. It depends relative to the reference frame. And what is the reference frame? You might say like, it's me. Is that the case? Yeah, I am the reference. But what is I? Who are you? I am this name. No, that's not who you are. You are what you are and what you experience right now. That includes your environment. Excluding your environment from what you are is not what you are. It's inaccurate. And when you start taking your environment into the equation and everything that led to the point of what you are, which is your past too, then suddenly the reference frame becomes a lot more wide than just your identity. And defining right and wrong becomes much more complicated too because you've got to look at the superorganism rather than just yourself. And then you can actually really nicely, consistently say... What is right is what is aligned with the reference frame moving forward, life and such. What is wrong is what goes against it. Very simple. Morals and ethics defined in a scientific way. What people say is not possible. I just did it here. You're like, what is it? Less than a minute, I explained it. You can define morals and ethics with logic and science. You can by understanding what you are. That's where I disagree. Your view of the reference frame, it is all subjective and relative like you say. No, you can measure it. You cannot come and say, hey, I get to define the reference frame the way I want. That's not true because what you are is well defined. There is an objective framework that holds true whether you believe in it or not. It doesn't matter whether you believe you're Superman or Supergirl or whatever. Your belief does not take away what you actually are. Just as gravity is independent of what you believe and can be seen as an objective truth, the same assumption and assertment you can make about what you are. And your beliefs can either be aligned with what you are or not aligned. And how do you figure out what is aligned or not? By looking at science. What are you? You're merely all the neural activity in your brain. That also includes your environment. 
It includes even me speaking right now to you. It's part of what you are right now, your experience. So when you say like, I think it's subjective, it's subjective. I disagree. It doesn't matter. You don't disagree with gravity. And if you do disagree, it doesn't change it. So you can't just come and say like, Athene, I disagree with your opinion. That's where it doesn't matter whether you agree or disagree. What you are is what you are. Done. You don't get to argue about that. You can argue about it, but you're just lying to yourself when you do that. Subscribe to youtube.com slash Athene wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash Athene live and follow the real Athene on Snapchat.